This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Abarim. We are continuing in Dafa Shavuah, the final stretch, the home stretch. So, <coughs> the Avodah Yisrael says that after Tishabav we lay in Kabbalah Satorah because we weren't allowed to learn Torah on Tishabav. So we need a new acceptance of the Torah in the aftermath of Tishabav. So here we go. Dav Kuf Yud Zayin Amad Aleph. We begin with uh, Kuf Yud Zayin, Kuf Tezayin Amad Beis, the Mishnah on the bottom of Kuf Tezayin Amad Beis. Beishamay Oyrim Tinasay Vititok Subasa. We know that a woman who says her husband died, she is believed, she's believed to remarry. We say Isha Daiko Mintzava. A woman will look into it and she'll marry. So now that's a special dispensation so that the woman shouldn't be in Aguna. But the question is, can we utilize her believability to say not only could she remarry, but if her husband died, she should be able to collect the ksuba from her husband's estate. So Beishamay says, Tinase v'tito ksubasa. She should marry and she should collect her ksuba. Beishilel Oimrim, Beishilel says, Tinase v'loy tito ksubasa. She should marry, and she can't take the ksuba. It's a heter that she can marry, but legabe monetary law, we need two witnesses. We don't have two witnesses to allow her to collect the ksuba. Amru lehem Beishamai. So Beishamai says, Hitartem erva chamura v'leinater mamon hakal. Beishamai says, you're going to let her get married, which is a severe issue. You're not going to permit a lenient monetary manner? If you're going to let her remarry, certainly you should allow her to collect Iksuba. Amrullahem Beisilo, Beisilo says, come on. She'en ha'achen nechnasen lenachala. Excuse me, Amrullahem Beisilo. Matzinu, we find she'en ha'achen nechnasen lenachala alpia. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. We know that we do allow her to marry, but we don't believe her regarding Inyane Mamanois. In other words, if she says her husband died, then the brothers of the husband do not inherit his estate if they're heirs of the husband. So clearly we see we only believe her regarding marriage, but not Legabe Ksuba. So don't say, well, if you allow her to marry, which is chamor, certainly you should allow her to collect the ksuba. Because we know we don't rely on her for inyani mamanois. The proof is that the, her, his brothers can inherit his estate. Amru lahem Beishamai, Beishamai said to Beis Hillel, From the text of the ksuba we could learn that indeed, he should be, she should be entitled to get the ksuba. Because he writes to her in the ksuba, She'im tinasi la'acher, if you're going to marry someone else, titli, you should, you'll take, mashakasav lichi, that which is written for you. So in the text of the ksuba it says, lady, if you ever remarry, you could collect your ksuba. So if she's allowed to remarry, she should be able to collect the ksuba. Beis Hillel retracted to follow the opinion of Beis Shammai. You know, we explained uh, many times 
that the relationship between God and the Jewish people is a relationship of Yibam. We are God's Yivama. We're Zakuk to Hashem. So Hashem, we're not married yet, but we're Zakuk to Him. So maybe at the end of Masech Yivamas, where the, the, by the end of the Masechta, the Yibam has taken place, so now it's like the end of days, so in the end of days we follow Beishamai. So here in the end of days, Beis Hillel is retracting to follow Beishamai. We have a number of situations like this at the end of Yivamis. Okay, in any event, that's the halacha of the Mishnah. That Beis Hillel retracted and he said, you know what, I agree, it says in Ksuba, when a woman is allowed to remarry, she gets a Ksuba. Amr of Chizda. Nisyavma Yivama if a woman says her husband dies, and then she does yibam to her yavam, nichnas l'nachala alpiha, then the yavam enters into the husband's estate on his account. Meaning, even though Beit Hillel said that she's only believed regarding remarrying, she's not re- believed for Inyani Mamanois, but Beit Hillel would agree that if she does Yibam to the brother, the brother inherits the husband, the, uh, his brother's estate, the deceased estate. Why? Heim Darshu Medrash Ksuba. Why would this be? Because Beis Hillel would say to Beis Shammai, You Beis Shammai, you expounded the language of the Ksuba. Anu nidrash medrash taira. We should not expound on the language of the Chumash itself. If you're going to be a stickler and be medayik in the text of the Ksuba, then we should darshan the words of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Yaakum al-Shem Achiv, the Yavam stands in the place of the deceased Amrachmana. Vahare come, he's standing there, he did the Yibam. So from there we should learn that. Anytime you do Yibam, you get the Ksuba. Um, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, the following, Shaila, Bas Lebezdin. Let's say she comes to Bezdin. Roman, she says, Meiz Bali, my husband died. Hitiruni Linase, allow me to marry. So Matthew we allow her to remarry. And not only, right, the Shammai says that if a woman says, My husband died, let me marry, so not only do we let her marry, but we give her the Ksuba. But if she says, Tanuli Ksubasi, if she says, Give me my Ksuba, we don't even allow her to. Mary, let's say she comes into Bezdin and, and she says, Bezdin, give me my ksuba. She doesn't say, she, she says, my husband died, give me my ksuba. She doesn't say, my husband died, let me get married. So if she says, my husband died, give me the ksuba. Not only do we not give her the ksuba, we don't let her get married. You hear this? If a woman comes and says, my husband dies, let me marry, we let her marry, and we give her the ksuba. But if she says, my husband died, give me the ksuba, we don't even let her marry. My taima, adaitik ksuba, she just wants the money. She just wants the money. 
If a woman says, let me marry, so we let her marry. You should die convince someone, so we let her marry. Well, any woman we let her marry, we have to give her the ksuba. But if she comes and says, my husband died, let me, my husband died, give me the ksuba, now we do not give her the ksuba, we don't even let her marry. Because she's clearly focused on the money. She just wants the money. So they had the following Shailah. She says, Let me marry. My husband and I married. And give me the Ksuba. What's Allah? Do we say, do we say, since she says, she talks about the ksuba, she wants the ksuba, and therefore we shouldn't give her the ksuba and we shouldn't let her marry. Meaning if she says, my husband died, let me marry and give me the ksuba. We know from the Mishnah, if she says, my husband died, let me marry, we let her marry and we give her the ksuba. But what if she says, my husband died, let me marry and give me the ksuba, should we say, well, she wants the ksuba, we can't let her marry? Or, person says whatever they need to, to the Bezdin. When a person comes into Bezdin, they're going to say all the various repercussions of what they're asking for. So if they're asking, if they're saying their husband died, so they're going to say, let me marry and give me the ksuba. It's not like her mind is on the money only. Her, her mind, she wants to remarry. But the repercussion of that is she gets aksuba. So she said it. Just because she said it doesn't mean uh, that's all she thinks about. And if you're going to say, well, whatever's on a person's mind, whatever is relevant, a person's going to say to Bezdin, what if she starts off by saying, my husband died, give me the ksuba, and by the way, let me marry. Then what? Do we also say, we'll let her marry and she'll get the ksuba? Tenuli ksubasi v'tiruni lasimahu. Do we say, hacha over here, vaday adayte the ksuba asai? Definitely, she has in mind the ksuba. Aydilma, or maybe, hoyal tulayada v'may mishtarya. Meaning, do we say, in this case, she's definitely thinking about the ksuba because she said it first. Aydilma. Or maybe, Mishum Dulayada Bemai Mishtarya. She doesn't know what's going to matter her to get married. She's afraid if she says, My husband died, let me marry. They're going to say, Oh, she just wants to remarry. But she can't remarry if she's not going to get Ksuba. So she's going to, she thinks, Maybe, uh, let me trick them. Let me say, My husband died, give me the Ksuba so they shouldn't think I just want to remarry. She doesn't know. What, what is needed to say? Uh, she, she thinks maybe she has to say, give me the ksuba, and that's what's going to allow her to remarry. But she doesn't say the ksuba first, because her eye is on the money. So ultimately, Gemara says, Teiko, the question stands. Elijah the prophet will come, we'll ask him this question, and he will tell us. Now, we said that a woman is believed... To say her husband died. We also learned in Eid Echad is believed to say that a person's husband died. So now the question is, is everyone in the world a suitable, credible witness to say a woman's husband died? 
says the Mishnah Hakol Ne'aman Ola'ida. Everyone is believed to say that a husband died, except for a mother-in-law. A mother-in-law cannot tell a woman her husband died. You know why? Because mother-in-laws hate daughters-in-law. I don't want to hear, no, my mother doesn't... No, no, no. This is a, this is a, a fact of life. This, this is like gravity. You know, Sir Isaac Newton, he was lying under the tree, and the apple fell. It's not like, whoa, when I lie under a tree, the apples go up. No, no, no. There are certain phenomenon in this world that are realities of life. Maybe you know of people who put on a facade and a charade, but the Gemara is telling you a reality of life. Mother-in-laws hate daughter-in-laws. Or at least, it's very, pl- it's very likely. Sorry, I know it's after Tisha B'Av. And you say, but what do you mean, sinas chinam? Nah, there are the mother-in-laws and say, this is not chinam, I have very good reason. It's a very good cause. Um, now, the, the interesting thing here is why a mother-in-law hates a daughter-in-law. You say, well, the, the, the girl stole my son. The son used to pay attention to me. Now he doesn't pay attention to me anymore. No, that, that's not the reason. The reason is because the mother-in-law thinks one day the husband's going to die. And this lady, this daughter-in-law, she's going to take away all my money. Say, what do you mean? What does that have to do with the, with the woman? It's your son. And what does that have to do with you? The answer is all the money the mother-in-law brought into the marriage, one day the daughter-in-law is going to walk away with. Who are you? you, lay, you what, what do you think? Because you went to seminary for $27,000 for a year, you're going to walk away with all my money? No, that, so the mother-in-law hates... The daughter-in-law. And therefore, so now the therefore is a little bit um, questionable. What's the therefore? She hates her, and therefore she's going to say that her son died because either she wants to mess up, she, she wants to mess up her daughter-in-law. She wants the daughter-in-law to marry someone else, and then her son will walk in, and she'll be messed up. So, because she hates the daughter-in-law, she is going to lie to ruin her. So you can't believe her. That's one level of understanding it. Who else hates a woman? Ubas Chamaisa. And a sister-in-law. The sister-in-law also hates her sister-in-law. I don't want to hear about your sister-in-law. This is what the Gemara says. You're, you're the daughter of your mother-in-law. The daughter of a mother-in-law. Meaning, your sister. A person's sister hates the person's wife. Why? Because she says, this, this lady, my, my dad's going to go, and I'm not going to get anything, your sister says. But my husband's wife's going to take away all, my, all dad's money? Because a, a girl, Midaraisa, doesn't inherit the father. But the son and his wife inherit the father. So the daughter of a mother-in-law also cannot testify. Vitsarasa and a co-wife. Her co-wife... Um, who The co-wife is going to say, Look, our husband died. She's going to go marry someone else. And then, he's going to walk in. So the co-wife doesn't like 
sharing him with someone else, so she'll lie. V'yavimta and her V'yavimta What's the case of Yavimta? The wife of her Yavam. Her husband's brother's wife. Her husband's brother's wife hates her because she thinks one day she might have to share her her husband with... um, So she thinks one day she'll have to share her husband with this woman. Now, even though it's very interesting, what do you mean share... We mean share the husband, but she's saying that the husband died. So, <laughs> if she's going to say, excuse me, that that if if the brother's wife says, you know, your husband died, so now she's going to become her tsara. So if she hates her, why would she want to become this woman's co-wife? The answer is, Tosha says, because she knows the, that the husband's alive and he's going to walk in, and after suffering as the co-wife for a short amount of time. Ultimately, she's go, um, she won't be able to live with the brother. So that's another enemy. Ubas <clears throat> Bala and her husband's daughter. Her husband's daughter also hates her. Why does her husband's daughter hate her? Basically, her stepdaughter. Because uh, basically every stepdaughter hates the stepmother. Because uh, who are you? You're not my mother. Why are you bothering me? Why are you telling me what to do? Now it's interesting. These people are not be- believed to say that the husband died, but they're believed if they bring a get that the husband divorced <coughs> their wife, they could be a shliach to bring her a get. Why are they believed to say? Why are they not be- believed to say that the husband died, but they are believed to bring a get? The answer is because when they bring a get, the Mishnah says we're not relying on them; we're re- relying on the document. The document speaks for itself. Ma bein get lamisa. What's the difference between a get and death? Shak sav The text. Speaks for itself. Ibailahu. Bas Chamiya. What about instead of the mother in law's daughter? What about a father in law's daughter? In other words, what if the husband's father's daughter? Not the husband's mother's daughter, the husband's father's daughter, who's not the mother's daughter. Is she also an enemy of her sister-in-law? Meaning, is only a sister-in-law from the mother-in-law an enemy, or also the sister-in-law from the father-in-law an enemy? It says, my time What's the reason the Bascha What's the reason that the daughter of a mother-in-law is an enemy? Misham de'ika ima desanyala. Because there is a Mother who hates her. So the daughter of a mother in law, she says, My mother hates this girl. Hinami says, So I'll also, I learned from my mother, like mother, like daughter. You know why the daughter of a mother in law also is an enemy of the sister in law? Because she says, My mother hates my sister in law, so I'll hate my sister in law. Vahachaleka. But over here, she's not the daughter of the mother. So she, there's no one for her to learn. She's not going to learn from her father. She learns from her mother. Here there is no mother 
that hates her because she's not the daughter of the mother-in-law. Or maybe, you know why the daughter of a mother-in-law hates her? The Amra, she says, She's eating the estate of my mother. She's eating the hard toil of my mother that my mother brought into the marriage. So she'll say the same thing, that this girl will eventually eat the hard work of my family. So it's not her mother, it's her father. So that's the question. Do we say that just like the daughter of a mother-in-law hates the sister-in-law, the daughter of a father-in-law likewise? Tashma, come in here. Hakal ne'amonin l'cha'ida. Everyone is believed to testify that a, that a person's husband died, except for five women. One of them is a mother-in-law's daughter. Now if a father-in-law's daughter is also believed, so it should say six women are not believed. If a father-in-law's daughter is not believed, it should say six. It says more, no. Since the same exact reason applies to a father-in-law's daughter as a mother-in-law's daughter, it's the same thing. Dilma Taima de Bas Chamoisa. Maybe the reason for the daughter of a fa- of a mother-in-law, the Amra, she says Ka'achla She's eating the hard work of my the Beinasai. That the, maybe the reason why. See the Bach says over here. It should say the Ima. Maybe the reason why the daughter of a mother-in-law hates the sister-in-law is she says she's eating my mother-in-law's hard work. So there's no nafkamina between the daughter of a mother-in-law and the daughter of a father-in-law. So why did the, the Bryce or the Mishnah only say the daughter of a mother-in-law? So it's because... We were talking about a mother-in-law before. We said mother-in-law, so we said the daughter of the mother-in-law. But the same thing would be the daughter of a father-in-law. So the Gemara asks, this is fascinating. But we learned in a Mishnah, besides seven women. So what's the question here? What's this question? So Taisa says the question is going on the Mishnah. The Mishnah said five. I, but we learned in another Mishnah seven. says That Mishnah is going like Rabbi Huda. The time we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Huda Moisef Af Av. Rabbi Huda adds even the wife. Of the father, not a stepdaughter, a stepmother. Our Mishnah said a stepdaughter. This Mishnah adds a stepmother. The Hakala, not a mother-in-law, a daughter-in-law. So Amrulai, the Rabbi said to Rabbi you know why we don't include those? A stepmother is already included in. A daughter-in-law. Because if a daughter-in-law, excuse me, a stepmother 
is already included in a stepdaughter. What's the difference? Because once we know that a stepdaughter hates her stepmother, so then what do you think? The stepmother loves her stepdaughter? I mean, if Ruvain hates Shimon, then Shimon's going to hate Ruvain. So the rabbi said back to Abihuda, we don't have to add those. A stepmother is included in stepdaughter. And it already says, Bas Habal. Kala, a daughter-in-law, is Harib Chalchamaisa. If a mother-in-law hates her daughter-in-law, what do you think? The daughter-in-law likes the mother-in-law? You don't like someone who hates you. Says Gemara, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, no, it's not Pashat. A has a reason to hate B, B doesn't have a reason to hate A. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda holds Bishlam Chamaisa, and the same way the mother-in-law hates the daughter-in-law, she hits a daughter-in-law. You're going to eat my uh, hard work. You're going to inherit me. But daughter-in-law has no reason to hate her mother-in-law. And Bishlam Abbas Habal, I understand a stepdaughter, the Sanyalashav. I understand the daughter-in-law. Excuse me, a stepdaughter hates. Uh, stepmother, the Amra Ka'achal Garasni, the aim. The stepdaughter hates her stepmother because she says, You're going to eat up my mother's hard work. <laughs> my mother worked hard. The stepdaughter, the daughter of the husband, <clears throat> a stepdaughter hates a stepdaughter hates um, their father's wife because they say, you know what, my mother worked hard and you're going to end up inheriting it. Why would a stepmother hate her stepdaughter? So the Gemara asks, so then why did Rabbi Huda add them? If Taka, there's a reason to hate only one way. The mother-in-law hates the daughter-in-law. The stepdaughter hates the stepmother. But there's no reason that the, the other way around should hate. My Moisif Tarti. So why did Rabbi Huda add them? So the Gemara says, you know why Rabbi Huda add them? Because even though the mother-in-law has a reason to hate, help, to hate the stepdaughter, this, excuse me, even though the mother-in-law has a reason to, help, to hate her daughter-in-law, the daughter-in-law has a completely different reason to hate her mother-in-law. What's that? Ella, Ella Kala Maitaina Saniel So why does the daughter-in-law hate her mother-in-law? Demegala Levna called the Avda You know why a daughter-in-law hates her mother-in-law? Because the mother-in-law tells her son, all the garbage about his wife. The mother whispers to his, her son, you know, you married a very good woman, but A, she doesn't know how to be a mother, B, she doesn't know how to be a wife, and C, she doesn't know how to keep a house. Besides that, you did really good. So therefore, since the daughter-in-law knows that her mother-in-law is always gossip, is always... Um, ripping her behind her back. So therefore, she hates her. 
So the mother-in-law hates the daughter-in-law because the daughter-in-law has to take away her money, and the daughter-in-law hates the mother-in-law because the mother-in-law is always criticizing her behind her back. Aishas Avnami, a stepmother, Sanya Labasama. The stepdaughter hates the stepmother because the stepmother is going to take away all her money, or the money of the mother. But the stepmother hates the stepdaughter because the stepdaughter tells her father all the dirt about the stepmother. So therefore, it's not the same type of hatred. The mother-in-law has one reason to hate the daughter-in-law. That the, uh, the, the daughter-in-law is going to take away all the money. And the daughter-in-law hates the mother-in-law because the mother-in-law criticizes her behind her back. So that's how Yehuda adds it. And what did the Rabbanon hold? The Rabbanon said that they hate each other for the same reason. Because once the mother-in-law hates the daughter-in-law because the daughter-in-law is going to take away all the money, so now the daughter-in-law hates the mother-in-law for the same reason. Because since you hate me, so I hate you back. I don't have to hate you because you criticize me. Even if you didn't hate, criticize me, I would hate you anyway. So, uh, Meaning it's reciprocal. When, when Reuven hates Shimon, Shimon just hates him back. The Rabbanon old, like water reflects the face, um, like water reflects the face, so too a heart reflects the feelings. For Yehuda, Yehuda says, no, that's not what the Pasuk means. Don't, the the, the Pasuk is not giving us such deep psychological insight. doesn't mean that I feel about you what you feel about me. Nah. People ask me all the time, how could it be I like the guy but he hates me? So you know why? Because Rabbi Huda says there's no such Pasuk as Kamayim Panama Pan Adam What the Pasuk means is, Rabbi Huda, he That Pasuk is referring to Torah. What does that mean? The more effort you put into Torah, the more you'll understand it. According to the attention and the heart that you put into the Torah, you'll understand it. If you're yogeya, you'll you'll comprehend. If you don't, if you don't toil, you won't understand. Or it refers to a rebbe. If your rebbe likes you and he smiles at you, you'll understand the learning. But if he doesn't smile at you and he doesn't show you um, friendship, you're not gonna understand. That's what it means. Kalev. Rashi says, If your Rebbe shows you favor, you'll become wise. And if not, you won't become wise. Okay, my Rabbi, so we'll see you tomorrow on 9.15. Have a good night. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you, Rob. Good night. Pleasure. Good night, good night, good night. Good night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.